third-agers or soon-to-be third-agers. This is Kay Adams counting down to my big six-love birthday at the end of the year. (laughs) Dreading it, but I am slowly accepting it. No thanks at all to the hinge to my bracket. Karen (laughs) McKenzie. Morning, Karen. It's a delight to be with you, Kay, as ever. Do you like the way that I've twisted that? Rather than being 60, I'm calling it six-love. Is that your tennis um, yeah, background? Yeah, because Ian, of course, with his, uh, he's a tennis coach. But that sounds so much better, doesn't it? Your six love birthday. No, it just sounds a bit new agey. Do you think? Yes. Yeah, oh, I forgot it to sounds... your 60 face at doll. You are heading to 60 rapidly. For God's sake. Embrace you know, it. Jesus. I came in here. You know, I thought <laughs> podcast three. I've got, to, I've got to change my attitude here. I've got to be a bit more positive. I've got to stop being such a drippy drawers. I'm, you know, talking about being in my third age, six love. I'm all up. And boom, you take me down. No, I'm not taking I absolutely. You took me I'm down. Not, I apologise if I took you down. Thank you. Just face it, though. Maybe I should be saying, just embrace it, enjoy it, be in the moment. It's, it's. Do you know what? It's fantastic. What do you think is going to change? Well, it's not that anything has changed. It's just the slight. And you know, I can't believe that you've made me negative again because I really had worked myself up to being positive. But having said that, I tell you, um, I got asked to do a, a promotion this week. All right. You know, because, you know, with Instagram, and as you know, I'm a dealer celebrity, so sometimes you get asked to do... Um, and a promotion for... Partnerships with various brands and things. Right. right. Okay. Right. Um, so that's always exciting news. You right. Think, hey, I'm, I'm still relevant. My name is still on the lips of, of people, etc. Um, and it was for incontinence pads. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, my God. Did you agree? <laughs> well, you know, it's funny. I thought about it. Um, oh, my God. Well, why are you saying that? I mean, What a shame. Why? But see, this is the problem. Well, we shouldn't be saying that because the you're is, the one that's saying to me, embrace it, you know, so, and we have to agree. We get we get a bit leaky. At okay. least you can do your star jumps again. Well, but that's it. So you are now being negative. I did say going, last oh, week I was a it's pessimist. A shame. Oh, my yeah. God. Now, we are the architects of our own downfall here. So as women in our about-to-be 60s, 60s, beyond 60s, we get a bit leaky. That's the way it is. They go on about pelvic floor exercises. No fucker does them. Let's be absolutely honest. All this stuff about standing at the bus stop and going... (laughs) Nobody does it. Do you think you only have to do pelvic floors if you've had children? Or does does everybody need to do them? Um, I don't know. I mean... you. I mean, as you get older, that you know, you just does it, does it all fall down? Anyway? Everything just yeah, kind of yeah, just so. goes up. So. People have prolapses. Yeah, my mum had a prolapse. I'm not getting into that. The only God, funny story about you are my, your mother as well. No, I've not got a prolapse. When no. when did she have a prolapse? Uh, I don't know. So God, she wouldn't be that Over old. 60. Actually. I don't think she should be sexy. Mm. The only funny story I've got about a prolapse, and there's not many people in this world that've got a funny story about ah. a prolapse, is that. Um, I actually recommended this gynecologist uh, to my mum because I'd met him 
through work and he was a right character he really was I can't give his name just in case he's still in business I don't think he will be and so my mum like <laughs> most people talking, well I know it was you know obviously a little bit embarrassed whatever and he would probably be a man about her age sort of mid 50s at the time and so he listened he said all right then Mrs Adams pop up on the couch there and let's have a look at your fanny <laughs> oh my god oh my god your mother she came out of that room oh, no. I was in a waiting room she was absolutely ashen oh no <laughs> she grew to like him did she she did she grew to like him he was her favourite gynaecologist granny fussbot as well oh my anyway is... how did we get there yeah so so I, a prolapsed womb yeah is that just when everything just goes yeah I, I think I think it's like when the like you know like the I mean, I'm not a doctor, obviously, but I think it's when, like, the vaginal canal just kind of caves in oh. and starts to to God. to fall out, you know. And what causes that? I don't know. No. I don't know. No. But anyway, so... So the, you're, you're the enrolled to do your incontinence pads. pads. And I thought, do you know what? If this podcast um, ever became popular, which I know is highly unlikely before you start, um, no, no. you know... People tend to look for a sponsor. You listen to other podcasts and they are sponsored by blah, 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 blah. And they're sponsored by this, they're sponsored by that and jewellery and makeup and, you know, cruises and blah, blah, blah. Incontinence pads. (laughs) (laughs) So wouldn't that be such a bad thing? I'd rather it were gin. Gin, Mm -hmm. do you think? Well, that's what I was going to ask you. If we were ever to get sponsored, who would you want or what kind of thing would you want to be sponsored by? Gin, you would go gin. I would like us to be sponsored by, well, not by Ann Summers, do you think? Do you think, like, sex toys and stuff like that, do you think they yeah, would? Yeah, I think that would be good. Do you think they would ever sponsor yeah, a, a I, podcast called How To Be Sexy? Uh, I think absolutely. Uh, you, you'd, you'd have to use a lot, a hole in your you'd arse. have they to lose not. a lot of description, wouldn't you? Why? Because you'd have to have some play toys in in the studio with us so you'd have to go through them you'd have to take them away for a week try them out come back mm. look at the face oh no wash them wash put your fingers all over them <laughs> well what else am I going to do no no that's very true <laughs> but just clean them yeah, yeah yeah I don't think we'd be swapping them though. no I, I well whatever I think it would be really nice to think do that you know we... that's a really good idea what and some are sponsoring this do you think bloody right and I do why? I mean, Why? I wonder how open up a whole new world. Over sixty go into um, shops like that, sex shops like that. I think a number. Do you? Yeah, they'll have their hoods up. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And probably not with their partners. Probably not. No, I don't know. No. Uh, have you ever been? In... Yep. Have you? Yeah. Yeah, with Stephen. No. Yeah. <laughs> Stephen will be like. What the fuck are you bringing my name into that? I don't mind the radio, but Steve. not the podcast. Is it Stephen with a PH or a yes, V? Stephen's S D E P H E N. Yeah. So, so, all right, picture the scene. You and Stephen. <laughs> what took you into. Uh, we were walking down the street, and actually, it wasn't like a, walking down the street. Yes. <laughs> Is that the monkeys? I've no idea. Um, we were walking down the street, so it wasn't a. It wasn't a. Let's take a trip into town and go to Ann Summers. Yeah, walking down Soggy Hill Street, and I was like, "Oh my god, what about it?" And you know, they've got all these kind of like hideous black and red, nasty 
kind of clothes, you know, in mannequins and in, in the oh, window. Right, that kind of plastic and you just think, stuff. Yeah, it's awful. So let's go in and have a wee donder around to see what's what. God so we almighty, did. the staff must have thought, what the... No, they must be trained on? not to kind of look. They, they, probably, they probably think they've dropped something or they make it and then go... Huh, 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 and then back up and go, it's going to help you because you need it. <laughs> I mean, did they, did they snigger? When no, you went they in? don't. No? No, they, they don't even notice. So what did, what did you do? I mean, did you pick things up? Yeah, we picked... And sort of switch yeah. them on and yeah. stuff? And we, no, we didn't... I don't think you can switch them on. I don't think the batteries are there. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we had a wee walk round, bought something and came out again. What did you buy? We bought a vibrator. Did you? Mm-hmm. We brought a vibrator. Well, I when see... I say we, I probably chose it. Right. Yeah. Wow. I never thought people, like women, bought vibrators, like, with their partner. Uh, oh, you end up using it with your partner, not just alone. Right. No. Okay. Have you ever bought a vibrator key? No, I haven't. To be, I'll well, be really honest with you. There's a whole world out you. there then. Yeah. Yeah. So I've bought a few down the years. Have I bought you? that big rapidy one, that bunny one, that was useless. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was just too much. God, it was like a flaming pneumatic drill. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm going to have a stroke. (laughs) Yeah, it was too fierce, too forceful. But doesn't it have different speeds? Yeah, but even in the mild one, it was like, this is Christ. It's kind of like wearing me away. (laughs) Sorry, it's too graphic, isn't it? (laughs) Oh, oh God, I should take a minute here. God. Um... (laughs) Have a wee drink of water. Um, so, back to the shop when you and Stephen were buying a model that was. I have to say, we t- it was just on spec that we passed it, and I thought, come on, let's just go in, see what's what. No, so I have the picture. You know, like you, like a couple <laughs> going. Stephen, if he ever comes in the studio now with his lawyer hat on, you'd be like. <laughs> That's S T E P H E N, the lawyer. Um, so, like, I'm thinking of a couple going to buy a car in a car dealership and, you know, the man sort of stands there and he says, oh, right, OK, what's the miles to the gallon and what size is the engine and ask all these questions and the woman asks what colour it is. Right. How do you as a couple approach buying a vibrator? Uh, I We just looked at the various different things. We didn't go in specifically to buy, to buy a no, vibrator. I know, we just walked around and uh, thought, mm, that looks a bit scary and that looks... Rubbishy and that looks so. It's just kind of like let's go through the kind. Of, nye, 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 nye. Mm, let's have that one. Let's go for that one. Uh, but did you agree on the specifications? Is what I'm saying. We didn't check out which beforehand. If you should <laughs> which vibrator <laughs> best value. Um, Do they have vibrators for the over sixties? Are they not all this? I have, I don't know. I don't know. Well, why would it? Why? I, I, why? Would it differ? I don't know. Well, yeah, I think it might. I mean, I, I'm sorry, this probably is a bit graphic, but it might not have quite the same girth. Oh, I you know, enough. because you can get the old atrophy and all the rest of it. Oh. Or I don't know, it might... I mean, actually, Anne Summers might think about this because they might want one that actually... Do you get one that actually... This will not make the cut, by the way. This will be edited. But do you think you get one that sort of disseminates lubricant as it goes? Oh, I don't know. Because that could be quite a good idea, don't you think? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Might be, yeah. 
no, it didn't. No, it doesn't you, appeal to you, me. You didn't really think no. that was a feature. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. Excuse me, sniffing. Well, gosh, I, I'm. That's we started off talking about incontinence pads, and <laughs> and and here we are. We've travelled quite a far distance. Haven't we? <laughs> I actually yeah. wanted to pick up on something that you said in the very first podcast, which was that you love retirement. Mm-hmm. And I you, do. You love your routine, mm-hmm. obviously, because you're up in the attic with Stephen shagging <laughs> like mad people. No, no, I did. He obviously didn't listen to me in the last last week when I said. Uh, once somebody moves in, <laughs> it tails off slightly. But do you think you love retirement because you hated work? And if you had loved your work, then you wouldn't oh, that's interesting. want retirement. Uh, I did enjoy my work. Key. I even enjoyed working with you. Mm-hmm. There you go. Um, no, I did enjoy my work, but I had done it for various aspects of you know, production and and, uh, in the BBC for so many years that I was just ready to not get up at whatever time in the morning, every day. Right. So, you know, maybe had I worked part-time or there were, you know, yeah, probably part-time would have been ideal. But But, So it was just a feeling of, I've done this. Yeah, I've done this and I am ready to now move into an area where I want to do the things that I love. Yeah, I want to do more of them, not just cram them into a weekend. And were you an ambitious person? No, See, never. I think that I think that probably helps. Um, if you're not ambitious and, you know, you're kind of working, um, obviously everyone's got to, to work to try and uh, make some money and obviously you want to try and do something that you quite enjoy. But if you're not kind of... Driven, driven. And, and you don't see your sense of self-worth as I, being tied up with the job, uh-huh. then I can absolutely see why it might be easier to say, well, right, OK, that was lovely. I've really enjoyed it. But you know what? I've done it. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Probably, you know what, if, if the work was more enjoyable, then I would have maybe stayed on. Right. I We worked together on a Wednesday morning. I really like that. I really enjoy that. So... Because and because it's fun and what I enjoy, then yeah, you know, I would like to carry on doing that. So I guess it's just I'm at the stage of life. I just want to do the things that I find are fun now and enjoyable. I don't know if that makes sense, but I just love not working. I think it makes perfect sense, to be honest, which is not something that you do a lot. But I mean, if (laughs) you have an awareness, whether that is a very sort of... um, you know, high awareness or a very low grade awareness that time is kind of limited, and we can't skirt away from that, can't we? Oh, I mean, I we know. are in the third I age. Know. Well, we are. Then it. I suppose it really does make sense to say, right, we've got to cut the crap a bit here and focus on the stuff that we actually like, because all through your life, you know, you take a lot of crap, don't you? Yeah. You, you suck up a lot of stuff. You just think all right, well, I'll do it because it might serve me well in the future. You sort of bank stuff up, don't you? I'll do this shitty job because mm-hmm. it might take me to a better job or, you know, whatever. I'll I'll be nice to this person because it might pay off in the future. But then you get to say, like, well, what am I, I know. banking up for? Yeah, I'm ready to just actually jack it all in. And if I think if you can survive, if you look at your what your disposable income would be, and I don't think I spend a lot, then I'm absolutely happy with my lot. It depends how much money means to you. 
and still and, and what you're needing that money for. And, you know, I know the state pension's not much, but do you know what? That'll really help as well. And I'm I am absolutely loving it and fine with what I get. My my poultry sort of uh, income. Actually, I shouldn't say that because I have a BBC pension, which I've now kind of got. And that is that's perfect for me. It's ideal. I just love it. Right. I love it. But are you aware of having to cut your cloth financially? No, no, absolutely not. No, no, because now, of course, at this stage in life, your mortgage is paid off. So you don't have that. Bought my camper van. That's oh fine. my God, a camper van. Such a cliche. Do not tell me that you I go cold bloody... water swimming. No, I Please, don't actually. Please, thank God. Not. Middle-aged women in cold water swimming, it does my head in. Why is that? Oh, my God. If I see another picture... You know, it's really good for you. Oh, I've never done it, but it is good for you. Another picture of a middle-aged woman in a freezing loch somewhere with her arms aloft, screaming about her endorphins. Honestly, I'll throw up. I think you protest this too much. No, no, I don't. I mean, Would Jesus Christ. Would you not Christ. just even try it? No, if you want to swim in, in lovely seawater, go to the Caribbean, for God's sake. No, well, that's certainly much more enjoyable. Well, yeah. please. No, I've got no desire to do And how do you swimming. and Stephen rub along to... <laughs> <laughs> that was a bad choice of words. Very well, thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> in retirement is what I meant. Um, well, yes. So when I retired, Stephen had stopped working. And since in the last year, he's gone back to work. So now he works two and a half days a week, not reading anything into that. So actually, he works two and a half days a week. And for the remaining two and a half, he uh, goes golfing. He has actually just arranged a holiday with his mate to do the Murray Coast walk. So, you know what? He's got a lot going on. He's got on going, Um, He does music lessons. He does Spanish. So he's got a lot going on. So you keep separate lives then? Yeah, yeah, yes. Do you think hitting 60 and beyond is different for guys? That's a huge generalisation. I know it is, but... Uh, I, I, he's not ready to give up work. His, his work's important to him. He really enjoys it. Yeah, yeah, and he likes it. So yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think I think for for a lot of men, it is a because I mean I'm more male in this respect. I think in that I obviously invest an awful lot in my work, and my sense of self worth mm-hmm. is is very locked up in my work. Mm-hmm. Whereas I think it's more of a male thing. Um, so you're going to carry on working as long as you can. Yes. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god! So, do but you that's because not... I like it. Yeah, that's that's great. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, but I mean, you know, the I'm reality. I'm envious of that. Well, I am envious of that. The, the reality you... is that my work will finish with me before I finish with it. You know, because in this is business... that the television stuff? Well, Kate? yeah. I mean, you get kind of spat out, don't you? I mean, and and you should. I have no problem with that. Really? Yeah. No, absolutely. I you mean, see because... that now? No, no. Honestly, I'm not saying I'll enjoy it. I'm not saying that I'll be. Um, happy about it but I totally accept that you need to have new talent coming in that you need to hear new ideas you need to refresh you can't have the same old people clinging on like bloody it depends how good they are at their jobs though but but there's always going to be good young people coming up of course there is Mm -hmm. Um, but that's not to say that there isn't work that I might do because I'm so bloody old that somebody young doesn't want to do Mm -hmm. but I mean I absolutely think you need to to refresh. So I, it's unusual that men retire before sixty, isn't it? Well, funny enough, I, I read recently that Eddie Mayer, wonderful Scottish broadcaster and very good friend. Can I just say? Oh, is it? Is he a good friend? Of yours, yes, Eddie? I organised. Oh, way back, for, I organised his thirtieth party. 
Oh, did you? Yes, yes. Really? Indeed. And he's he's a bit like yourself, doesn't like a party. But then it was a very a very quiet party. Right, passive aggressive. Mm-hmm. No, no, gesture no. On your part. Um, so he announced recently he's going to retire, and I, I, so this is what I do immediately whenever yeah. I see that. I quickly uh-huh. go to Wikipedia and check uh-huh. their age. Yeah, I mean, I've done it within well, seconds. Certainly, well below uh, sixty. Born in nineteen sixty-five. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I mean, he is 57, 56, mm-hmm. 57. Mm-hmm. And when I read that, I thought, oh my god. Why is he retiring? Well, God, he's done. He's been like yourself, been in broadcasting for how long? No, but because I, he is going to embrace his life. He's got a lovely partner. He's married, and uh, they will just do a lot of what they love. Yeah, and I know, but I just I find it even stranger. And I'm obviously I'm not making a judgment, but I, I just find it kind of difficult to to compute. And I suppose this is deeply sexist of me, a man who is very talented at the top of his game, retiring at the age of 56, 57. Mm-hmm. I, I, just, I just look on with befuddlement. I just don't understand it, really. What? And yet we, we hear about a 25-year-old tennis player retiring. Oh, that, yeah, Ash Barty. Um, yeah, well, we'll wait and see what she's got to, to come up with. I'm sure she'll have a plan. But actually, well, I mean, obviously here we are, two women uh, blethering away here. Um, and being 60... Clearly men become 60 as well. Um, and Mark, our producer, is a long way away from that. I don't know if I can entice him to to come in. Mark, are you there? Can you hear us? Yeah, hello, hello. Uh, I'm happy to. Uh, good, 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 good. I mean, you're quite a long way from 60 at this point, aren't you, Mark? I'm just, no, well, this year I'll be 55. So this, but it, and it's it's hoving into view. Right. So it's, I'm thinking about it, but yeah, I'm just coming up to that. that, so that once you get past 55, it feels like, yes. okay, it's, it's it's on the way, and I've got to cons- I've got to start to think about it, you know. So I'm thinking about it, and certainly just from listening to you and Karen, and from doing this podcast, obviously it's made me think about it a lot more as well. See, I don't know when I didn't start to think about it until now. Really, I had completely denied it, but so five years in advance, you are starting to think about it. I'm not really an age denier, though. I didn't have a problem with sort of thirty or forty or or even fifty, and and. Um, I kind of they sort of passed me by a bit, I suppose. So I think I, I'll tell you what it is. It's just because when I was growing up, my grandma we, every Saturday we'd go to my grand's house, and um, she was to me uh, an old woman. So mm-hmm. I was an only eight, nine, ten, whatever. Right now, I've, working it back, she was actually fifty three, mm-hmm. but she Ooh. had she she was just yeah. You know, so, but she was she was an old old woman, and so. Uh, when I think about her, in, in my mind's eye, she was like she must have been about ninety. But no, she was actually younger than me. So, so it, uh, I've kind of, I've kind of got that as my reference point, which is why I have to think about now. Well, how am I? What am I doing with my life? And what do I uh-huh. want to do? Because actually, it's it's coming, it's coming, and the reference point has changed because clearly. I'm not an old man. I, I'm still working and still doing all the stuff that you guys are doing. But I think it's it, it does... You do think about it more, but it it doesn't frighten me probably as much as it does UK. It, it doesn't. I mean, do, well... What what does how do you feel about it? I mean, are you just kind of like phlegmatic about it, or are you looking forward to it? I mean, how do you feel about it? I think I'm not necessarily looking forward to it, but I think I am because what I've started to do in this last couple of years, and it's interesting listening to you talking to Karen about retirement just a few minutes ago. What I've started to do is is doing that reappraisal of life because I was like UK, I was very ambitious and worked and and have worked madly through my life in media and 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 I'm not really it, pandemic kind of made me show that I wasn't really sure why I was doing that mm. plus I, I think the other 
um, thing that I've got is that because my father died at the beginning of the pandemic, not nothing to do with COVID, but just uh, in the beginning of 2019, since that's happened, it does it really does raise your level of uh, understanding of mortality and is this all there is and all those big questions that come around. So I think whilst I'm not afraid of it, it does, it, I don't think, I don't quite understand how I've got there. Mm. It doesn't, it doesn't feel like when I look in the mirror, I kind of see, oh, who's that? Mm. <laughs> who's, who's that yeah, guy? Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, because or, you know, my, my favourite Hugh Grant thing, he said, you know, he realised he was getting older when he would wash his face in the sink and he would put his head up to look in the mirror and his face was still in the sink. <laughs> and I think that's, I, yeah. I, I think that's, that, that's, I've kind of, I'm kind of at that place now. And you think, uh, I don't recognise who this person is. So me, the concept of me being 60 is actually quite alien. Yeah. It, even, you know, or, or me being 54 is like, how did, how does that happen? It's it's a, it is a funny one, but yeah, I, I just think since my dad died, uh, my dad's uh, passed away, that it's just become bigger, mm. and therefore it's made me think. Well, okay, I've got to start to make some sort of big life mm. decisions now. So would you would you retire in your fifties? I I can't retire in my fifties. I mean, the, the bottom line for me is I've I've you know as you've worked in the media in. Uh, in, in a different way to that which I have, but I've worked in the same business as you in a in a different uh, capacity. But um, at a time when, starting in the 1980s, at a time when pension plans weren't anything that happened in, in my world, I've never worked for the BBC. So I actually can't stop working. Uh, the, what I can do is I can lower the amount of you know money I need, which is what I've done. And I am actually in the process of going part-time for the first time at work because really? I want to do, like Karen, I want to do more mm-hmm. of the things that I like doing. You see, that's and, normal, isn't it? And I, I think I think it is, but it depends. You know, I've, I've got to both of you. I know exactly what, Kate, you were talking about because I was hugely ambitious. You know, my, my dad was successful in his work. He wasn't, uh, he wasn't, he didn't kind of drive me. He wasn't in as much as he wasn't kind of, you know, telling me what to do with my life. But he was a good benchmark. And so I was very ambitious. So I worked hard and I got to a place where I was managing director of, a, you know, a bunch of radio stations, local radio stations, and realised that after a few years of doing that, I absolutely hated it. This was not, I, I like making radio programmes and I like making podcasts. This is, this is what I really like doing. So I want to do more of this. Mm-hmm. And I just, and, I, and I, I said goodbye to the other stuff. Now that was a few, uh, about three years ago and it was a real scary thing to do that because I gave up big salary and all of the things that come with it because I didn't know what was going to happen yeah. but what's actually happened is I feel great yeah. <laughs> you know so and I get to do it. stuff like this yeah. so so I think so I think but at the same time I know that I'm going to have to work but it's just about channeling it so I'm doing more of the things you say that I want to do rather than the things that I, I don't want to do and uh, and also that feeling of you know how's my health you know mortality all those good things so that I can enjoy the time that I have left you know mm. do you know what this is this is and I'm not even joking now this is a real light bulb moment for me is yeah cuz it I- is because you know, the podcast is called How to Be 60 and we started it off because, you know, I'm kind of freaked out about it um, because I think I'll just become redundant in all senses when I get to 60. But actually what you've said, Karen, and what you're saying, Mark, is it's about concentrating your mind on doing the things that you want to do. Uh-huh. And now, if I want to keep working and I keep getting joy from working and I can get the work, then, then that is fine. Mm-hmm. But equally... If I was in your position, Karen, that actually thought, you know what, I'm kind of over it. Or your position, Mark, where you were thinking, God, this is what I was, you know, trying to get all these years. And now that I'm here, I don't actually like it. Then making that decision to do the stuff you like. Mm -hmm. Now, whether that is driven in the back of your head by the fact that, you know, the time is running out or what, I don't know. Mm -hmm. But 
it's a positive thing to do, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Like Ian is Peter Pan, as I said, you know, Ian, my partner. It's because he's a tennis coach. He loves tennis. He plays tennis all day long. <laughs> he watches tennis all night long. He's constantly it's working on his ball toss. He's happy doing what he's doing. Ball toss. So right. maybe <laughs> one of the things about how to be 60 is... Focus on what makes you, you happy. Happy, yeah. And and Kate, outside your work, what makes you happy? Um, my children make me very happy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I know I had them late, but um, yeah, they are huge. I mean, God, hard work, aren't they? But but no, no, they make me very happy. Um, my dog makes me happy. Oh, yeah, yeah. that's good. Um, yeah, um, I don't. I mean. <laughs> I'm all right at the moment. I, I'm all right. I mean, I'm generally okay. But so what do you do? So the, the kids are there, right? One's at uni, one's at home. Um, the dog's there all the time. What do you do? I, I know you hate the word hobby. That's hobby. What do you do outside work, the children and the dog? Nothing. Well, I meet friends. I have coffee. Right. But I don't have a hobby. So there's a hobby's no not a word I like. No, I understand that. Well, no, I'm saying I understand. I understand what you're saying. I have no, I have no understanding of why you think that. Um, no, I do. I understand exactly what Kay's saying, but because I, I did exactly, I was exactly that. Uh, I didn't do anything else, and and it, it, everything was surrounded by work. What I've had to do is make myself because I, I don't know. I've, I have a busy head, you know. So my head's from the moment I wake up to the moment I go to bed. Wait, my head's going. It's doing something. It's thinking about something. So what I've had to do, and it sounds. I hate the. I hate mindfulness. I hate that phrase. But it's kind of that. It's kind of stopping and making yourself think about and do things that you otherwise were alien to you. And you do. I, you do get enjoyment from that. You do find ways. It's not a hobby. Mine's birds, you know. I love bird song, and and it's and it's a new thing. I've suddenly discovered them, you know. I must. They, I know they've been singing all my life, but I've only just started to recently hear them. And and it's uh, but it, it's I never. You tell me that five years ago, and I'd have looked at you like you're insane. Well, that's what I was going to say. I mean, when you did recognise that, and I think it's really great that you've recognised that you love bird song, Mark. But you know where I'm going to go with this. When it dawned I'm just glad on that you, you that said it, Mark, not me. When it dawned yeah. on you that you were appreciating bird song, <laughs> did you think, Jesus Christ, one foot in the grave? Uh, prob- no, I think the opposite. I think it gave me a, a, a the, the the reason for being. I, I don't know about you. I, there are parts of you and me I think that are quite similar. And and generally, when you're working like mad, it's because and you, and as you've mentioned already, you get your your reason for being validation. Is, is, you know, this is what I do is validation, but also approval. And for me, approval has been a big thing. And uh, I have to, I've had to consciously do things to step away from that because I don't need anyone else's approval to be alive. And if I wanted to, if, you know, there's this great question, isn't there? What would you tell your 23-year-old self or 20-year-old self or whatever? And, and most people would come up with something like, don't be afraid, you know, don't be fearful, don't be afraid, everything will be fine. You know, be brave. And yet, even now, we're still afraid of stuff. And we're still, you know, we know we, we've we've had the life and we know the rules, but we, we're still afraid of doing things. And for me, it's approval. And so I didn't need anyone's approval to kind of decide that I wanted to enjoy a birdsong. And in many ways, it was a it was a liberating thing to get that, to say, I, I don't, you know, I was, I was working, 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 
and I, it was a good week if somebody came up to me and said, oh, the, managed, you know, if the, if the big chairman came and said, OK, that's been a good week. Well done, Mark. I felt good about that. Why do I need that person's permission to feel good? You know what I mean? So that, so they, these are the kind of big questions that I've had to ask. It hasn't, said, it hasn't made me go, Christ, I'm getting old. What it has done is go, I don't know how long I've got left. Dad was 85, so what have I got left? 30 years? Maybe less than that? Maybe, I don't know. But it does, there is a little bit of a clock ticking. But I, I don't think... I feel any older. If anything, I can look at people who are coming through the business now younger than me who are peddling like fuck to try and get us, you know, to, to try and make their name in, in whatever field they want to do. I look at them and I kind of go, actually, that's, it's probably not worth it, uh, <laughs> you know, because there's so many years of my children growing up that I don't remember. There's so many years uh. of all this, you know, all this stuff happening. And, and I, 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 I'm, I wasn't deliberately... You know, trying to keep away from them or anything like that. It just felt like that was what I should be doing, you know. Mm. And and I and I, I, it's a shame that I did that. God. And so I don't want to miss this opportunity now. That's so interesting. Yep, that is Love light bulb it. number yeah. two. Yep. God, on that profound note, do you want to play bingo, Mark? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and now, how to be sixty presents the Big Six O Bingo. Can I can I turn the <laughs> Yes you If you've got the balls, I'll play the bingo. <laughs> We've got little orange da, 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 da. balls. I don't know what I'll have you now. Yeah. Uh, that only happens in the, when the bar's too hot. Go for it. There we go. It is number thirty-three. What's the bingo chat for that? Thirty-three. All the threes, thirty-three. All the threes, thirty-three. Um Oh well actually this isn't relevant to you. Why? What is it? Because it says, did it feel different turning 60? Oh, did it feel different? Yeah, that's 60. Did it feel different? Um, well, you know, Mark, you're not there yet. And, and I'm not there yet. So, Karen, it's all yours, this one. Did did it feel? It, it did. Uh, nothing about my body had changed, but the fact that I had retired felt different because I didn't have to go in. Just what I've, we've talked about, I, did, I no longer had to get up at the crack of dawn and go into work. I, I just began to do things that I wanted to do. And and that was like opening up a different world to me. I love it. I love it. I can't stress it enough. I love it. Yeah. That really Have you had an age K which felt different to you? Um, Has there been a, a, a decade that went, oh. Well, it's funny. Um, no, but I was thinking about this this morning and I was thinking, why is 60, you know, causing me such problems when the rest I've just kind of ignored and sallied on? And I think it is because at the end of 60 is 70. You're in your seventh decade. Yeah, and and there's no <laughs> doubt that it's scary. You know, in terms of your health and 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 everything, getting towards seventy is is a big game changer. Whereas you know, if you're going from thirty to forty, forty to fifty, and even fifty to sixty, if you kind of keep yourself healthy and stuff, and you're lucky, then you know you can do all the things you've always wanted to do. Whereas I think when you hit sixty and seventies at the end of that decade then there's a very realistic chance that, you know, you just might not be able to do the things that you want to do. That's why you need to get on with it at 60. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. You, you, you're probably right. You're probably right. Yeah. You also can't have long hair at yeah. 70. What? <laughs> Man or woman. You just, you just go on tangents. I'm going to do it now. We're going to do one more bingo. Just looks ridiculous. In yeah, a okay, room. stop chuntering in the background, for God's sake. This is because their... our partner's got a ponytail with his Oh, Christ, no, he's not any These muses that have ponytails, are, they just peter out to nothing at the end. 36, no, this is ball 36, three and six, which is, it's a good one, this one. I like this one. 
Do you and your partner ever wear matching fleeces? <laughs> you know what I mean? You see these couples, they start to dress alike. I have got no. oh. not the fleece, but walking jacket, the same make but different colours. Oh, no. And can I just say, I got mine first. No, don't even try and defend that. I love it. Oh. And the thing is, I wanted one that went over my bumbleurie, my backside. I had to go over my backside, right? And then Stephen was looking for one and I could see him veering towards... You should have equipment. told him no. You should have told well, him no. Then he might have got a really naff one. No, so you go away at the weekend. No, actually, you. do you know what? We've not... He, he only bought his... A fortnight ago, when we were up at Aviemore, he's not... We've not been out together with the weather suitably bad that we've had to wear So it. would you go somewhere well, we'll with to. him, with you both in the same jacket and a different colour? I would probably walk slightly behind him. <laughs> so naff, isn't it? It is really naff. I mean, you see a lot of couples who have obviously God, been together for lots colour. of years and, like, especially leisure wear, you know, because we all kind of wear joggy trousers or jeans and a, a mm. top or whatever. And you think, oh, what's going on with you? You've just become the same You've thing. You've just morphed into the same person. Oh, it's just no. awful, yeah. Ian buys me sportswear. You know this thing about blokes who buy, you know, the girlfriend's ridiculous underwear or the wives or whatever that they're never going to wear no one's ever going to wear it but they just do it does he get maybe get some freebies no 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 he, he buys he me buys them sportswear and you never wear them the girls get them well the thing is I like my old I, the sportswear that I have is like 140 years old oh, I mean I'm like okay. the kind of woman who still wears okay. a gym kit Okay. Um, like I like it. It gives me comfort, and he obviously. Could you talk about me getting older? I know, right? I know, I know. But I absolutely know he's never voiced it. He's a lovely man, but I absolutely know that sometimes Ian looks at me uh-huh. in this like old pair of jogging trousers with the arse down at That's my knees. That's why he keeps buying you so, them, and he's thinking, Jesus Christ! And so he tries to sort of boost yes. me up with Lululemon and sweaty uh-huh. Betty yes. and stuff. And I say, oh, You're that's lovely. And I just put it in the drawer and I go from old stuff oh, again. Okay. He's a brave man. Uh, he men is. Shouldn't, men, men should never buy women clothes. That's just the bottom line. And not underwear not? or anything. No, absolutely. We have absolutely no idea. Right. And, I, and it, No, no. All right, I'm going to put my balls away now, if you don't mind. <laughs> um, and uh, let's talk about 60 in the spotlight this week. 60 in the spotlight. Um, yeah, have you got a story? Yes, I have. Yes, because you didn't give me one last week because you, you <laughs> hogged it all. Rabbit it on. Um, well, I'll tell you what it is. I've been watching this thing on the telly, on iPlayer, actually. Watch everything on iPlayer or catch-up. I've no idea when it actually happens originally. Um, called Rock Till You Drop. <laughs> I oh, have actually yeah. seen have you one. seen it? Yeah. I've seen one. Um, so the basic premise is you've got Martin Kemp and Lady Leisher, um, who's a rap artist, lovely girl, actually. Um, and they each have to assemble this posse of old rockers <laughs> basically people who always wanted to be rock stars and never made it uh, make them into a band and then they are going to perform at the Isle of Wight Festival and God I've been so conflicted watching it so conflicted In what way? well it's a really nice it's a nice program um, but I go from thinking is I mean there's a there's a lady who's 80 years of age from Aberdeen she's a retired head teacher and she's oh, up Irene. there, Irene. She's on the keys, <laughs> and you know she's got the face paint on, and she's having the time of her life. And you know, like you're Stephen. There's a bloke with a ponytail and the electric <laughs> no, guitar. No, 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 no. Come on, oh, he has. Yes. He has. <laughs> 
Um, and, you know, and, and the other guy with the sort of hat on and the leather jacket. And I just swing from thinking, oh, my God, that is mm-hmm. so cringeworthy, mm-hmm. to, well, no, this is this is really good. And, and, and why shouldn't they? And, I mean, I think Lady Alicia at one point says, you know, why just because you get older should you give up the things that you love? And, you know, intellectually, I completely agree, but emotionally, mm-hmm. I struggle sit, with it. Right, yeah. Well, I mean, the Rolling Stones, they're going out for their 60th anniversary tour this year. It's that not mean, even that they yeah. are 60. It's their 60th yeah. anniversary it's tour. What no, energy? Make it what stop. Energy? Make it stop. Do you think make it stop, Mark? I do, I do. Just it, it, there's um, I, I used to be involved in a, a, a magazine. It was actually a rock magazine. And they, we had a rule, which was on the front page of the magazine, on, on the cover, you only ever showed rock artists in their prime. So if it was Led Zeppelin or Deep Purple or whatever, you never, you'd never put them on as they are now. You only ever showed them in 1971 or 1972 where they were gorgeous and sexy and had their chests out and just made everybody dribble. And, and that's, I, I think that's, that's the right thing to do with, with, uh, with that. And yeah. so the Rolling Stones, they've got nothing new to add. You go and see it. I did go, I went to see the Genesis show. You know, and I love Genesis so much, I really do. But Phil Collins, poor guy. I mean, he's, he, he can't move. Yeah. And, and, and there's, there comes a point where you have to say, OK, it's it's now no longer enjoyable. I yeah. I think. Make yeah, but that's stop. Phil Collins. I have to say I disagree with you in terms of because um, I think much music's in your blood, and it's certainly not in my blood. I think it's really difficult to kind of drop it. But Elton John, you know what? If it wasn't for the fact that the tickets cost ooh, however much they cost, I think they're about four hundred quid or whatever. I'd actually go and see them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I, I would. I would. I. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I do like Elton John. Funny enough, so you've kind of twisted me with that one. I think because he it's so much based on performance um, is almost like a cartoonish and I don't mean that in a bad way. Maybe um, it's, it must be so hard for these people who have got such phenomenal talent mm-hmm. and the world is telling them that we don't want your talent anymore just because you are now past an age that we find acceptable. I think psychologically that must be enormously difficult for them. But maybe getting older, my God, I've had so many light bulb moments in the last half hour, it's unbelievable. Maybe getting older, getting to 60 is about acceptance. It is about acceptance. Yes. Yes. And that is hard. Um, I mean, like my mum and dad could never, my mum and dad were rock stars, actually. Um, I'm only joking. (laughs) 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 No, no, but they had their own business and they worked and worked and worked and worked until sadly, um, ill health uh, precluded them from doing that but not until they were in their very late 70s and I'm so torn because on the one hand it kept them very relevant you know they were still my mum was running a company at the age of 79 and you know that obviously was what she wanted to do but it was also because she couldn't think what else to do and it was hugely stressful Um, and they never had that period of time in their life of really thinking, right, what is it I want to do? What is it that makes me happy? They just kept on doing what they'd always done. Right. And in a funny kind of way, I guess it must be the same with these old rockers, wasn't it? Yeah, I mean, maybe you're right. Hard yeah. to relax, hard to just well, stay still. Don't know, don't, know, don't know how to do anything else. Yeah, yeah, I mean, if you spent your life being Mick Jagger. Strung yeah. about the stage. Yeah, I mean... What else are you gonna? What else are you gonna be? You don't want many more babies, do you? 
Well, I wouldn't put that past them. I tell you what, I wouldn't put it past them at all, at all. Um, well, listen, can I say, Mark and Karen, and honestly, I'm, I know I'm being a bit facetious sometimes, but genuinely, I, I find this such a useful conversation. I really, really Good. have. Mm. Um, I mean, I'm not there yet. No. But, but a little shift, a little tiny yeah, shift. Yeah, no, you've, you've given me so much to think about, you know, genuinely. How many so months we got left? How many months, How many we, got months we got left? Eight, oh, eight months? Oh, I think it's oh. eight. I mean, we're going to have to have a countdown, aren't we? We oh, are. Yeah. I just we can't. Oh, It'll be like down, down, the countdown yeah, clock, yes. Yeah, yeah. No, I am shifting, um, and it would be... I'd love to hear other people's stories of, you know, whether... Are you doing what you love to do um, or are you just working because that's what you've always done and you can't really think what else you're going to do? Have you had a sort of epiphany, if you like, around about 60, coming up to 60 or beyond it that you thought, no, I need to change my focus now and I really need to work out what it is. Uh, that I love to do so it'd be great to hear from people uh, on that just uh, email us if you would the podcast address is podcast at htb that's how to be 60 lowercase 60htb60.com podcast at htb60.com I'd love love to hear your, your stories on that mm. it's really kind of moved me on and of course the question that we really need to ask and Mark I know that you're really going to chime with me on this one we all want to know is Karen the only person in the world who goes vibrator shopping with her partner <laughs> how think... do you even start that conversation <laughs> If there is another living soul out there over the age of 60 who is going to email us and say, well, yes, absolutely, me and Clive on a Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I'm off to have a, a, a cold shower. Don't no, know about you. come on, come on off to Anne Summers, I'll take you. I tell you what, I've got these little um, orange balls in my hand and I'm crunching them in a very nervous fashion. I'm glad I'm not there. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> And I'm wondering how to be 60. It's scaring the shit out of me. How to be 60 was written and presented by Kay Adams with Karen McKenzie. A new episode drops every Friday, so make sure you follow and subscribe so you don't miss a single one. And while you're there, rate and review. Thank you. <laughs>